Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Abba, Father, thank you for safety this morning. Thank you, Father, that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. Father, thank you for giving us your name. Thank you for giving us the name that is above all names. Hallelujah. There are other gods small g's they have names but you have given us the name that is above every other name lord we are excited god be exalted god in the midst of your people be glorified oh father as gross darkness covers the earth we will arise and shine for your glory is risen upon us the church in the midst of darkness you are bringing forth sons of God, amazing men and women and children that know you and will do great exploits. Thank you, Father, to count us among those that are willing to lay down their lives even unto death. the death of our cross. We've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet not us. But it's Christ that lives in us. And the life we once lived in the flesh, human reasoning apart from the Holy Spirit, we live by faith in the Son of God who loves us and has given himself for us, that we might be called the sons of God. We are those that carry your resurrection life and power in our very being. 
no longer giving mental ascension to what salvation is, but receiving in fullness all that Christ has purchased for us. For the Lord has anointed us. Wow, God, this is a different direction. Hallelujah. Well, let me find it. Father God, I thank you that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us because you have anointed us and qualified us to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and the afflicted, that you have sent us to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison of the eyes to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. To grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament, a garland, or diadem of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment expressive of praise instead of a heavy burden and failing spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, lofty, strong, magnificent, distinguished for uprightness, justice, and right standing with you, Father, the planting of the Lord, that the Lord would be glorified. Thank you, Father, to us first, through us, Father. Let it be so. Father, I thank you that you have called us to rebuild the ancient ruins. That you have called us to raise up the former desolation and renew the ruined cities. Yes, God. A city on a hill. Your people, individually, collectively. To renew the ruined cities, the devastation of many generations. Surely, Father, we see among us the devastation of many generations. We thank you, Abba Father, that you have been breaking those things off of us daily. We die daily, God. We rise up in your resurrection power daily. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing in our lives. (laughs) Hallelujah. For to die is gain. But to live, God, 
to live in your resurrection power. It's game. For it allows the glory of God to cover the earth. So you've left us here, Father, that your glory would be revealed to those that need to see a risen Savior. Let your resurrection power resonate in our being, God. Let us be come. Let us allow the process. Galatians says, I believe it's Galatians. Well, the word says, not Galatians, I don't think. Okay, God. Okay, let me look it up. Hallelujah. But to those that are led by the Spirit, they shall be the sons of God. Father, I praise you and I thank you, Father, for sonship this morning. Thank you for maturing us, Lord. When we were children, we just act like kids. We didn't know any better. We loved you, Father. But we were just children. But we thank you for the trying of our faith that brings a more excellent glory, God. Hallelujah, Father. I pray for my brothers and sisters online if there's any residue, if there's any longing for anything that's been lost. I pray they have strength to count it as dung. Dead to them. Hallelujah. That they may be alive to you this morning. I appreciate you, Father, for your time. I appreciate your fellowship. I appreciate, Father, that you don't have to have a big crowd or a big name to show up. We don't have to stand on a mountain and sacrifice and cut ourselves and cry out to you. We don't have to sit in a lotus position. for long hours becoming skin and bones just to get your attention we don't have to stand in a ritual setting and shed the blood of innocent children and animals to get your attention. You loved us so much that you paid the sacrifice. You gave us your only begotten son that men might know and men might see 
your heart, Father, operating through your children. Forgive us, Father, for carnality. Forgive us, Father, for wanting the leeks and the onions and the provisions of Egypt. Thank you, Father, that we have not become pillars of salt. Oh, I hear it. Father, all the ways that we have become like pillars of salt, we ask you to bust it up, God. Tear down those things that would cause us to look back. Tear it up in our hearts, God. We thank you for forward momentum, God, in the things of the Spirit. So we just love you, God. We thank you for fellowship with you and fellowship with one another. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. This morning, I woke up and, yeah, I did. I really did. I woke up. And in my quiet time, God reminded me of a conversation that we had when I was nine years old. I think it was about nine or three. There was a lot of attention being given to the possibility of a nuclear war. And many people, theologians, you know, we always hop on these bandwagons. Oh, the earth is going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb. And that was the rave of the day. That's why I don't believe in, you know, people come up with stuff and get all excited. I seldom do because I have a track record of seeing stuff like that not really come to pass. But this particular day, I was walking home from school. I said, God, are you really going to blow up the earth with an atomic bomb? Will that really be the last days? And he spoke to my heart. He said, Sherelle, he said, in the last days, he said, the war will take place in the mind of people. And it will be the choices that they make, who they will serve, and what they believe. And because this was typical conversation for me, I went, okay. Not just okay, you know. All right, God, I don't need to worry about being blown up by an atomic bomb. Um, I can focus on something else. So that's my response to the conversation. So God brought that back to me this morning because we're living, I believe, and I'm saying I believe. I'm not going to be like other folk and say, thus said the Lord, I believe. We're living in the last of the last days. Not sure how long that meant, meant 
means and what that really means in terms of physical numbers of days or years. I'm not doing that. I'm just realizing that what my father said to me at nine, I'm seeing it now. Why do I bring that up? There is such an intense summoning of forces in the earth. There has been a world system created that's global in nature. Even though we have individual countries, because of mass media, we have a world that's global in nature. If you watch, if you could just take um, a high-level view of the darkness, that's sweeping across not just this nation, but the earth. That every country gets on the same bandwagon. As immorality spreads throughout our country, as we begin to make laws that violate scripture, it's happening all over the world. You see, there are some, there were some nations, even though they were not Christians. God said he has put right and wrong in our hearts. There are some things that have just been wrong. You don't do that in this country. But with so much attention, everyone's changing all at one time. Why should this be of interest? to us in the last days. There are things that we will begin to see because of the power of agreement that we've never seen before. There are things that we will begin to see on a mass level that mankind has never seen before. Why? Because all over the world, children are reading Harry Potter. All over the world, people are fascinated with zombies and dead men walking. All over the world, all at one time, people are being indoctrinated in witchcraft and various religions. And it saturates our atmosphere. What does that do? We're sitting on a prayer line right now. We're believing God, our God, the one we serve. We're coming into agreement. That scripture that talked about one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight, that's not, even that scripture was not referring to godly people. It was talking about what will happen in darkness. We can apply it because it's a universal principle, 
But the truth of the matter is, if we're touching and agreeing, we're believing that we're going to change the atmosphere in our own hearts, in our family, our children, our community, our sphere of influence. If we were coming into agreement with darkness, just as we invite Holy Spirit to be with us in the midst of this conversation, to be in our hearts, to live with us, to lead and guide us. If I believed in another God, a God of this world, If I believed in that God as intensely as I'm learning to trust my Heavenly Father, what do you think happens to the atmosphere of this world? So we are being trained. The masses are being herded into darkness. The only thing that stops it are disciples, disciplined ones, that really believe that God is who he says he is. That's why Isaiah says, when gross darkness covers the earth, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Don't think our Father is going to come up short. But we have to step into the place that he has created us, for that is the point of our power. That we would come into agreement with him. that we would become the disciplined ones, those that love their life not into death. Father God, whatever it takes, Lord, we trust you. Whatever it takes, Father God, train us in the way of your spirit, God. So should we be enemy-focused? No. I woke up this morning realizing that our focus, and even my focus, sometimes has been too (laughs) enemy-related on an individual level. Now, that doesn't take away from spiritual warfare. But my focus should be on coming into that place of maturity. That's why there are so many distractions. That's why every time you begin to climb up to the next level, there's an attack against those that are beginning to move in the direction Holy Spirit needs for us to be in this hour. I believe every generation has had an opportunity You know, you hear about at the turn of the century, you had this great outpouring and um, 
then about 40 years later, there's another great outpouring that you hear about it. People are talking about an outpouring and an awakening. Sooner or later, we'll get to the point that we stay awake (laughs) and don't go back to sleep. We'll realize that this is a permanent state of being that Holy Spirit wants those of us who name the name of Jesus Christ to abide in, to live in. And I believe God is beginning to do that in our hearts. We are able to look back. There was a series that was out in the 90s about God's generals, and it talked about all of these great people that most of them hit a certain point, and then they got into doctrinal error because it became all about them and who they were. We shall never, ever, ever forget it's all about Jesus. He is our connection to Father. He is the reason we're filled with Holy Spirit. He is the living word. Hallelujah. It's never us. Only in that we carry the glory of God. But it's his glory that we're carrying. His power. His anointing. His presence. And it becomes his plan. His purpose. And I'm convinced today that the more we press in, to know his plan, his purpose. The more we pray without ceasing, the more we position ourselves choosing life. When the distractions come, we won't get caught up in them so quickly. We'll realize, okay, Let's just shake that off. We've got power, God's potential. We won't be waylaid. I think we have choices. How many times do you want to go around the mountain dealing with the same thing? The children of Israel could have said, oh, wait, stop. It is written. Man cannot live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. Oh, nope. Don't want to do Egypt again. It is written, man cannot live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it. It is written. (laughs) I'm not going down that rabbit trail. It is written. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I stopped by to encourage you this morning. And I think I found the scripture. No, because I think the scripture that I'm looking for is in another, um, I think it's actually in Romans. And the one that I'm looking at in Galatians is if we live by Holy Spirit, Let us also walk by the Spirit. If by Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct controlled 
by the Spirit. Let us not become vainglorious, self-conceited, competitive, and challenging, and provoking and irritating one another, envying and being jealous of one another. Well, one thing about the Word is always good. It's always wonderful. So I'm going to find that later, maybe, God. But right now, I'm going to ask if there are any prayer requests. Hallelujah. All right. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, okay. Father God, I praise you and I thank you for being Lord, for being God. I thank you for being awesome and magnificent. I thank you, Father God, that according to Galatians 5, that in the freedom that Christ has made and purchased for us, we are free, completely liberated. In this freedom, Father God, we stand fast. We will not be hampered or ensnared nor will we submit again to a yoke of slavery which you put off. Father God, we will not look for circumcision, rules, regulations, the cutting of the flesh, the sacrifices, For, Father God, we recognize there is no advantage, no profit to such acts. (laughs) Because of Jesus Christ, we have an advantage. It is his blood. We will not open the door to distrust what the sacrifice of Jesus has purchased for us. To try to live in bondage again. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus. Father God, we are not under the obligations bound to practice the whole of the law and its ordinance. We do not seek to be justified and declared righteous based on the law, but through Christ Jesus, who has separated us unto you, God, We will not fall away from the grace, the divine favor that you have given us to practice rules, laws, and ordinances, God. But we will allow Holy Spirit to lead and guide and to teach us all things. For we are not relying on the law 
but through Holy Spirit's help. By faith, we anticipate and wait for the blessings and the good for which our righteousness and right standing with you, our conformity to your will in purpose, thought, and action causes us to hope. For, Father God, because we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only our faith activated and energized and expressed and working through love count. Father God, we repent of any way in which we begun this race and we allow the enemy to bewitch us in our congregations, in our fellowship, um, in our pursuit of you, God. Any way in which we open a door that caused us to get off track, God, we Thank you for redemption this morning. Evil persuasions to steal our attention from you and from the freedom that was purchased by the shed blood of your son. Father, your word says a little leaven a slight inclination to error, or a few false teachers leavens the whole lump. It perverts the whole conception of faith, and it misleads whole churches. Father God, we ask that you would continue to illuminate your word. That our thoughts, actions, our will become agreeable to the truth of your word. Father God, I thank you that we would not serve another Jesus or come in agreement with false teachings. That would cause the cross to cease in its power and its significance. And to be made meaningless and done away with. Father God, we recognize that there are many who teach and preach a contrary gospel. And just as the writer in Galatians said, it would be nice if they would just shut it down 
and go away. But, Father, we realize even as Paul wrote that they will not. But, Father God, we ask that you would continue to raise up a righteous standard in your church. where your freedom and your liberty can be seen. Not freedom that leads to fleshly opportunities or selfishness or excuses to have it our way. But your freedom that leads to a love that creates the heart of servanthood within your body, God. That we would truly love one another, God. For love covers. As you heal, deliver, and set free, love covers. For, Father God, your word says that we should love one another as we love ourselves. Now, Father, there are those that bite and devour. With strife in their heart. Father, if we're not careful in those situations, will consume and destroy one another. Father, I lift up the church that we share a building with, God. I pray for them, Father, that they would know your freedom and your liberty and a love that does not devour and destroy its brother. Father, I thank you that we learn to walk, live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Father, as we do that, we won't crave desires of the flesh human nature without God. Father, some of us have elevated human nature without God. Our country has elevated human nature without God. Our natural sensibilities without God. Father God, you have given us natural urges, natural desires. And Father, many of us have satisfied them outside of your will, your plan, and your purposes. 
And we've lived lives contrary to the word. But because they were natural urges to us, whether it be sexual, sensual, addictive, gluttonous, all of the things that are natural cravings that can be satisfied apart from you. And because we live in a world where there is a wicked, evil system who perpetrates itself as the truth, We've bought into lies, and we've come into agreement with satisfying our human desires without you, Father. Father, in these days where gross darkness covers the earth, I believe that part of the maturity, Father, is that we keenly discern truth, God. Truth without compromise. Truth that does not necessarily taste good, feel good. But it's truth nonetheless. For, Father, according to Galatians 5 and 17, the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh, godless human nature. For they are antagonistic to each other continually, withstanding and in conflict with each other so that we are not free and are prevented from doing what truly you desire for us to do. Father God, I pray for a conviction over our souls, God that we would be honest and transparent with you and with ourselves. Father God, as we go about our day, I ask that you would continue to speak in our hearts, God, regarding areas in our lives that are contrary to your will. For Father, truly this is a I wanted to say godless generation, but I say a generation of people serving lesser gods. For Father, I realize that anything that we allow to supersede you or your word 
is our God. And here is the conflict. Your word says we can't serve two masters. One will triumph over the other. And we will be left with the choice. Choose you this day who you will serve. God, you're raising up sons that will hear your voice. And the voice of a stranger they will not follow. Father, forgive us for I believe the word is relegating Holy Spirit to a song, a dance, a jump, a buck, a tongue, an experience. For if that's all he is, And there is no need to have continuous encounters with him. But I thank you, Father, for the person of the Holy Spirit. He just doesn't come on us like he did in the Old Testament. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you, God. That brings us full circle. We're still trying to live Old Testament strategy in a New Testament church. We wait on something to come on us. When the truth of the matter is, he's inside of us. 24-7. And all the time in our lives that we don't feel him come on us. Just like in the Old Testament, Samson did what he did. And when he needed God, it came on him. Ah, but we have a better covenant. And to whom much is given, much is required. For, Father God, your word says, if we are guided and led by Holy Spirit, there won't be need for the law. We're not subject to the law. For you have made the practices of the flesh clear and obvious. They are immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, divisions, dissensions, party spirit, factions, sex with peculiar opinions and heresies. That sounds like Donald Trump. Okay, God. Envy, drunkenness, carousing, and
Father, you said those that do those things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So, Father God, why do we halt between two opinions? If you're God, we serve you with abandonment. If you're not the true and living God, then we are made all the more foolish. For, Father God, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within us accomplishes, is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, Humility, self-control, self-constraint, continence. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a change. Father, I thank you, those of us who belong to Christ Jesus, the Messiah. We have crucified our flesh, the godless human nature, with its passions and appetites and desires. If we live by Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by Holy Spirit we have our life in you, God, let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct, controlled by the Spirit. Father, we keep asking you to control our conduct. But you have told us. Hallelujah. Mm. Father God, We have to choose to allow you to control us. You're not going to beat us over the head. But it's our choice. So, Father God, our desire this morning is to be controlled by Holy Spirit. To allow him to lead and guide us into the truth and revelation, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So, God, everywhere that we have on breaks, <laughs> we take our feet off the break. Take your feet off the break. Some of us have been in break mode from the beginning of this prayer, I'm just hearing Holy Spirit say, take your feet off the brake and allow him to control. Submit yourself, a living sacrifice, wholly, totally, completely unto him. God, we've given you chambers of our hearts. But there are some chambers that we have 
closed doors. Some locked. We've even locked them up from ourselves, God. But, Father, everywhere there is a prison, there must be a prison guard. Everywhere there is a guarded area, freedom cannot exist. Father God, there are some things that we locked away in our hearts. Because we didn't want them operating in our lives. But Father, he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Father God, as we approach those locked doors, those locked chambers, we thank you, Father, for complete freedom. For the deliverer must be delivered. As you send us forth into the highways and byways, we go forth in freedom and liberty. Father, I praise you and I thank you for healing in our bodies today. Healing is the children's bread. Father God, Man says that it takes 27 days to develop a new habit. And we do realize that habits must be practiced and developed. But, Father God, we're asking for supernatural rewiring. <laughs> of the neurological patterns in our mind that are in agreement with some things that are detrimental to our health. We not only want a miracle, God, and for some of us to continue, we must have a miracle. But we want freedom and liberty that comes from being healed. That comes from being completely set free. So I thank you, Father, for regulating blood pressures. Lowering A1C count. driving out all cancer. Bringing clarity of eyes, nose, throats, ears. All infection, all abnormalities, God. Total brain function. No dementia in the name of Jesus. We go from glory to glory. Skeletal, skeletal healings, Father. 
healings of membranes. Yes, God. Drive out all infection. Baldness and hair loss. Father, I believe you care about everything we care about. Nothing is impossible with you, God. I don't care what man has determined is the natural course of events. The natural course of events is that we live, we die, we live again somewhere. But the in-between part, God, you have given us faith in your word. Father, I recognize this morning we have a lot to do with what the the in-between looks. So we ask you to redeem the time because some of us are slow learners, God. It has taken us a while to get here. I'm sorry, God, we're not slow learners, but it has taken us a while. Well, maybe, Father, hallelujah, Jesus, thank you. I know Moses sat on the backside of the desert. He did his greatest work at 80. So age does not intimidate you, God. Yet Jesus was 33. It is not our ages completing the course and finishing our assignment. So, Father, I pray for every person on this line that they finish the course and they finish their assignment, God. And when it's time to go home, they will rest in peace, not tormented by the enemy, but abiding in a peace that passes all understanding. God, we thank you for peace this morning. Peace in our inward man, peace in our mind, peace in our body, peace. Thank you that the Prince of Peace is our portion. So we walk in peace in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for all your provisions this this day. We thank you for new opportunities, new doors open. Thank you, Abba Father. Nothing's too difficult for you. Be with us today, Father. Be with me today, God, even as I look to you. Be with us today as we look to you for answers concerning our lives in this subset, finite set within infinity, infinity, Father. We look to you, Father, as we 
represent the kingdom of God. We decree, God, let your kingdom come, your will be done in these earthen vessels as it is in heaven. So be it forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you for joining Overflowing Life Prayer Community. This is Pastor Sherelle Perkins. We are here Monday, uh, Tuesday through Friday, 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. If you came by way of WWW Talk Show, you're listening possibly to an old recording. You can join us live at 724 444 So until tomorrow morning, you are blessed and highly favored. Walk in it, sons of God. Walk in the anointing. In Jesus' name, amen.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.